What's up, everybody? Welcome to Not In My House podcast. Um, we're coming to you live. It's a Friday. It's a Saturday night, actually. Zach locked his keys in his car, and uh, we're going to still do our podcast anyway. So say, what's up, Zach? What's up, guys? Yeah, so we're uh, we're here on a Saturday night. We have no lives except to bring you the most quality Quality entertainment, breaking down all the conferences in the uh, tournament this year, which we're getting done. Um, we're getting more and more feedback, so thank you so much for that. Thanks for the retweets on Twitter. Really appreciate that stuff. Yeah, and the emails and the texts and getting the conversation started. We love it. We're definitely getting it going. So we're going to do a couple more schools today. We're going to do the MAAC to start off with, and we're going to do the Kansas Golden Griffins. And uh, what I love about this school right now, I'm going to... Uh, when I pulled it up, I saw it is Buffalo, New York's premier private college. Which sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> sounds legit. Their their little um, their little thing that they do for the uh, to to pump up the college is really bad. I think it's I think it's like somebody did it in school or something. It's pretty bad. So hopefully there's a better one out there. Um, this is I mean it doesn't surprise me. I've really never heard of the school and there's. Not much alumni here. We got Beth Phoenix, who's a wrestler, Dick Pullian, uh, NFL. Um, we have Ann Burrell, who's a chef, and Johnny McCarthy, which is an NBA player. And that's about all we have that yeah, you found, kind right? Of a, kind of a light alumni. Yeah. I know it's a smaller school. And yeah, Johnny McCarthy, really the only NBA guy out of there. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they're coached by Reggie Witherspoon. It's his second year over there. So he's trying to build that program up as well. And I like this name for their leading scorer, Majesty Brandon. Majesty. <laughs> That's boy. a great name. I love it. Could you imagine being like in third grade? Majesty, come here, Majesty. Your Majesty. Oh my, yeah, that's right. No, right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great. But I mean, as funny as it is, he, he's a really good player. He's averaging fourteen points and four rebounds. Six foot junior. And then Malik Johnson, a five ten senior, averaging twelve and a half points and six rebounds. His older brother, Robert, played basketball in Indiana, is currently in the G League, so you might know Robert Johnson over there. And then Jordan Henderson, a 6'5 sophomore. His cousin is James Robinson, who played for the L.A. Clippers and the Blazers. Oh, wow. Remember him? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, and then, wow. uh, I mean, they got some. They got a few more basketball ties. They got Sam Routens on this team, 6'4 sophomore. He's the son of Leo Routens and the brother Andy Routens from that Syracuse team. So uh, I think he had a short run at the Dallas Mavericks as well. Nice. But uh, they've uh, they've won three of the last 12. I mean, it's obviously a little bit of a struggle this year for them. I think they're still trying to build the program with that being uh, the coach's second year. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of years. Yeah, they're 6-13 and 13 in the conference, and they're 11-19 and 19 overall. So uh, next, the next school we have is Fairfield Stags. Um, I love – man, I love – Sometimes when you do this this homework <laughs> on the alumni, so you have uh, Kathleen Murphy, um, Sonia Baghdadi, Baghdadi, yeah, Baghdadi. Um, <laughs> we got Larry Pasquale, who's a sports commentator. This is my favorite one, Paul. Oh, I, I don't know how to say his last name. It's Para Marcarelli, the asshole from the Sprint commercials. <laughs> it's so good. You know, the Can You Hear Me Now guy? It's uh, that guy. I know. He was a Verizon guy, right? Yeah, and then he switched over. And then <coughs> he kind of shit on Verizon or whatever. Yeah. Kind of mocked them in one of the commercials. I Lame. Kinda funny, but. 
a different actor named Paul Rudd, not the not the famous Paul Rudd. Yeah, it's a Paul Ryan Rudd, uh, older guy. And then uh, Dan Guy, uh, he he was an NBA player. I think he played with the Sixers. And then AJ Winder, also another NBA player in that alumni. Uh, they're coached by Jay Young. It's his first year after coaching Rutgers for the last three years and uh, led Rutgers to their best Big Ten season. So, I mean, he's he's coming in hot, coming off their best season over there. Uh, played three seasons of lacrosse at Marist. So, he's actually a lacrosse player, not a basketball player, which I found a little bit interesting. I always kind of found it weird when you have a like a basketball coach that didn't play basketball before and then they end up being really good. I it is kind of weird because it's like how – yeah, I'm with you. You know what's funny is my dad was like that in soccer. Like he never coached soccer ever. And by like the time I was in like fifth or sixth grade, he was actually a pretty competent coach. Yeah. But he never played it. Yeah. He, which I thought was bizarre. Yeah. I remember one of the schools I was being recruited by, I asked, you know, where he had played, just striking up a conversation. So, oh, I, I didn't play basketball. I was a baseball player, a football player, and a soccer player. Isn't like, that weird, dude? So he lettered in three different, in three different sports and not basketball. Not the one you're coaching. <laughs> Like, yeah, some amazing. people can just coach though. It's bizarre, but uh, their their main guy right now is Landon Talaferro. He's a six five senior, averaging twelve. Jesus Cruz, averaging eleven, and then Taj Banning, a junior, averaging ten and four and a half rebounds. And then Vincent Ease, a six eight senior, averaging eight and five. Uh, this team's struggling. Um, really not enough talent, in my opinion. Uh, they just don't have the basketball players over there, and maybe because they don't have the basketball coach over there. I'm not really sure. Yeah, that could be. But, uh, I mean, in all seriousness, Coach Young has been around, and he might be able to get some good recruits over there or uh, just take over the lacrosse team if he can't do it here. Right, right. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he clearly can coach. He did it at Ryder. He can do it here. I'm just kind of poking fun at him. Um, seven and twelve in the conference, which puts them like third at the bottom, and eleven and nineteen overall. So the Iona Gales are the next, uh, the next team we're talking about, and they have a very interesting uh, alumni. It is interesting, yeah. Richie Guerin, one of mm-hmm. your New York Knicks, mm-hmm. one of the all-time greats. He, uh, I don't think he made our top one hundred list with Bleacher Report, did he? No, he didn't. Yeah, he got snubbed. Alex Eng- Al- a- AJ English. I thought you were say Alex English for a second. I was like, whoa. I think they're related, though. Okay. I think they are related. I might be wrong on that, but I think they are. And then Jeff Rulin played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Scott Machado, an NBA player. Uh, don't know who Eileen Ivers is, but she's a fiddler. I don't either, but do you know who Don <laughs> McLean is? Yeah, but it's not the it's not the basketball player. It's no, but you, do you know one. who it is? Do you know what his famous song was? Uh, no, I don't. Bye, bye, Miss American, bye. Oh, really? Yeah, he's had a couple of huge songs in the seventies, but yeah, that's a song. I'm a musician. I'm uh, I'm I'm an athlete, but a musician. Musician first, really, to be honest with you. And uh, I get tipped a lot of times. I get tipped a hundred bucks to play that tune. Wow. Yeah, which is freaking crazy. Normally, the casino circuit. When I play the casino circuit, people throw a hundred bucks in the tip jar for me to play that song. Jeez. It's a great song. It's the um, it's a song about when Richie Valens, the Big Bopper, and Buddy Holly all died in that plane crash back in the fifties. Right. And they say that was the day that music died, essentially. So there was a song about it, and it's 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 an unbelievably popular song. Even Madonna even covered it, which is kind of bizarre. It's uh, kind of bizarre to think of the actual Don McLean from UCLA singing that song. Too. <laughs> That's kind of a right. Funny image in my head. Right. Now. Right. Uh, and then uh, Jason Moody is the last alumni in the in the MLB, coached by Tim Kloos, who's in his tenth year over at Iona, and he's second in Iona's all time win list. So he's a proven coach. He's had some really good Iona teams, really fun to watch teams. I remember those teams with AJ English; those were a lot of fun to watch. Uh, it's kind of funny they have a team manager named Dennis Rodman Buhan Jr. 
Any relation? <laughs> no, he's like Filipino. It's, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it's just, awesome. But he's on the web. He's on the team website, and that's our team manager. That's it, amazing. It's hilarious. Just I love the name, Dennis Rodman Buhan Jr. That's amazing. Then EJ Crawford, he, he's a stud over there. He's a six six senior, uh, averaging eighteen and five. I like his game a lot. He actually comes from the same AAU program as AJ English, so clear, clearly there's a little bit of a tie there. And uh, he was. Uh, actually top 10 ranked out of the state of Connecticut coming out of high school. So they got a steal getting him over that school. And then Tawan Agee, a 6'9 senior, he, he can also play. He's kind of your do-it-all type guy, averaging 14 points, 7 boards, and 3 assists. So he's really versatile, kind of has that Boris Diaw game going. I like his game a lot. And then Isaiah Ross, a junior, um, he's teammates with DeAndre Ayton and Marvin Bagley in high school. That must have been a hell of a, oh hell my of a gosh. squad. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wish I could have seen some of those games. Right. But he's averaging 11. Isaiah Washington is averaging 11. And this is interesting about Isaiah Washington. I'm instantly a fan now. He's the co-founder of JellyFam. Uh, he's heavily followed on social media because of it. The movement emphasizes the jelly. It's a finger roll layup and has inspired like youth basketball players across wow. the metropolitan That's area. That's really cool. Yeah, so you'll kind of see a lot of those videos uh, with the jelly fam going. I'm did, sure you've seen it. Did you, when you played ball, because I know I did, when you played ball, did a lot of people finger roll still? No, not not really. That, that ended... Before my era, I remember I was kind of one of the only high school players that did That's that. That's a great shot. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I remember uh, I remember I played, when I played, especially right before high school, We a lot of us were doing that. Yeah. Because we weren't tall enough to dunk, and it was like almost like that, if you do it correctly, it's almost an automatic layup, yeah. essentially. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's, that's something that has definitely unfortunately gone away, but maybe coming back now. Yeah, and I'm more of the scoop shot guy where I'm not totally off the ground i like to stay grounded and kind yep. of do the scoop shot under people's arms yep you burned me on that <laughs> and so i'm not t- i'm not really the george gervin where he gets airborne and you know finger rolls it you know eight feet above the rim i, right. I like that shot a lot better yeah um, and i think that's more of what jelly fam is compared to my floor jordan scoop shots <laughs> <laughs> which is hard it's so funny when we play morning ball together so many people get pissed off at him because because they they think they're gonna block his shot and the way that he goes underneath it's it's you have to you have to really know where your body is to block the block Zach Shy. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> and they got one other person on this team. Yeah, they got to talk about. They got Asani Gist. Uh, he's a five eleven senior, averaging ten. He he's a solid player, and he's kind of their senior four general out there. So he's important to them. Um, I'm probably higher on this team than I should be. They're a warm team that's won six of their last nine. All three of those losses were one-point losses, and one of those being in overtime against Niagara. Okay. Um, so, I mean, they're playing really good basketball right now, and they're in really close games, the ones that they've lost. And I like AG's game a lot. And They're seasoned. They're seasoned. The senior and junior's in the lineup, and I'm pulling for Jelly Fam. I and, am. And they're producing, too. I mean, it's not like the seniors aren't producing. I mean, they're producing. Yeah, they're all producing, and I think they play as a team. That's why I like them, and I think they're just getting hot at the right time. Yeah, they're 9-10, and 10, even though they've won the last six out of their six of the last nine. They're 11-15 and 15 overall. But 9-10 and 10 in this conference puts you pretty close to 
the middle almost higher up in the pack. Yeah. You know, if they win a couple of those games they lost by one point, next thing you know, they're you know, they're twelve and seven. Twelve and seven puts you in third place. Right. So they could be a little dangerous in the tournament. Yeah, for sure. Um Manhattan Jaspers. That's a really interesting I just like that name, the Jaspers. Jaspers. Yeah, I like I love that name. Um there's some pretty interesting alum on this one. James Patterson, film producer, Rudy Giuliani who, uh, boy, did I, I love Giuliani, and then he kind of lost his mind. He's good in those uh, Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Day, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess his pronunciation up, so can you help me on this? Mike Mazurki. Thank you. And then Lou Castro, he's the first Latin-born MLB player. Oh, I'm wow. sure Leo would have a lot to say about him if he were here. Yep. And then uh, Dick Tucky, that's a tough name to Dick have Tucky. in your high, isn't it? <laughs> Dick Tucky, right next to Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Tucky, wow, there's so ball, oh, boy. Let's move on, hurry. Yeah, then uh, Lou Flores, uh, he's a great college player, good in the NBA. I remember him. And then J.R. Smith's brother, Chris Smith, I'm sure you remember him. He's a Nick for... For like a half a second. <laughs> for too long. He was like part of J.R.'s contract to have his brother I on think I think so, to be honest with you. No, he totally did. That was totally part of the contract. So that's, that's was it, it was really like. part of the contract? It was actually. Part I mean, of I know the we had him, but I didn't know it was part of the contract. It was like a, it was like a no trade my brother clause. Or you know what, Jr. Dude, I'll tell you right now, man, he was the most inconsistent, weird player that I've seen the Knicks in a long time. Where he'd give you thirty five, forty, and like just kill from three. Yeah, and then he'd give you like seven and be in Spaceland the rest of the game. It was so weird. But he was uh he was a pretty funny social media follow. Oh I don't yeah. Know if you follow him at all. I do. He but he was pretty funny. I gotta say I I got the chance to see him in high school and I thought for sure that he was gonna be like the next Michael Jordan. Really? I mean he was incredible in high school. So it just goes to show how good and how it keeps going up, man. Once you hit that up. high school level, then it goes to the college level, it goes to the pro level, and you just got to keep you gotta keep climbing that ladder. Absolutely, it's easy to be. It's easy to be the biggest fish in the smallest pond, then throw your ass in that big pond. Oh yeah, and you can be a super small fish, man. Oh yeah, uh, they're coached by Steve Masello. He's in his ninth year over there, and then they have Tyke Green, who's a six four sophomore, averaging ten. They have Polly Polycop, a six eight senior, also averaging ten, and then uh, Warren Williams and Samir <gasps> Stewart, both are averaging eight, and then Elijah Buchanan and Christian Kingston, I'm sorry, both averaging seven. So that's a balanced team, you know, really well balanced all the way around. But the only problem is they're not, they're not winning. winning. No, they're, they're not winning. They won one game in the last seven, and uh, they're eight and eleven in the conference, twelve and sixteen overall. Yeah, they just don't have that go-to guy. But what they do have is they have five sophomores. So I think next year, depending on who they get in to help them out, I think some they, good height too. Yeah, you know I mean six nine, six seven. So six, not, yeah, six eight, six four. So I mean, yeah, so it's not like they're small dudes. Yeah, they just need some help in there, or uh, maybe a coach. I, I don't want to say a coaching change because he's done well in the past, but I think they just need better players in there. Okay, I'm going to laugh at this one. This is interesting. The alumni. So Maris Red Foxes, um, Bill O'Reilly, Kathy Liebert, Rick Smith is the only <laughs> NBA player from Maris. But then here's a weird thing you said, Patty Mills. There's a Maris in Australia. There's a Marist in Australia. Is it the same school? I don't know if it's connected. Like a transfer like UNR does with Japan? I have no idea, but like when I was searching Marist, Patty Mills showed up. I'm like, what the hell? He didn't go to Marist. And then I, then I looked up more Patty Mills and said he went to Marist in Australia. 
I'm actually going to look up Marist right now, do the old alumni search while you're telling us about the team, because I'm, I'm actually curious, because I think there should be more alums from Marist. Yeah. So I'm going to check that out while you while you tell us about the team. Yeah, they're coached by John Dune, and their leading scorers right now, Michael Cubbage, 6'4", junior, averaging 9, and Matthew Hearsome, also averaging 9 points. Uh, Matt Turner and Darius Hines are both dismissed from the team this year, so that really hurt them. Um, that kind of... It's not that's not easy to recover from when two of your guys are dismissed. Uh, not a lot of positives about this team. It's in the beginning stages of a rebuild, so it's tough to and it's honestly a little bit tough to watch, and it can't be easy to deal with either. They've lost four of their last five games. Um, started off winning just two of their first fifteen. I mean, it's been a rough year for them. And they lost four games out of five overtime games, so they're not closing out games either. So, been a rough year. They're in a rebuild, and it's just going to be interesting to see what they do to mix it up next year. Yeah, this team is uh, six and fourteen in the conference and seven and twenty-two overall. So, they are definitely not going to make any noise in that tournament. No. Um, here's a special one in my heart: um, the Mammoth Hawks. I grew up in Mammoth County in New Jersey. Um, shout out to my buddy Jeff Lloyd, who I played. Uh, Played basketball with. He actually was a wide receiver at Monmouth College. I think he might have been the first, the first class or two when they had football because they didn't have football. So oh, wow. shout out to you, Jeff Lloyd. He does the Locked On Brown stuff now. Um, but yeah, Monmouth is a big, big, um, near and dear to my heart for sure. I would root for the basketball team just because that's really where I'm from, the county, Monmouth County. Um, Stephanie Lagrosa, Miles Austin. Um, I remember Miles Austin from being alumni from there. Good receiver for the. Uh, Cowboys, Chris Christie. Um, uh, there's really not that many. There's got to be more than that. There's Chris Pony and then Brad Brock and John Nalbone and Alex Blackwell. He's the only NBA player. But yeah, I mean it's a smaller school. You'd be it surprised. Is. Not a whole lot coming out of there. But they're coached by King Rice. I like that name. King Rice. King Rice. And then their assistant coach, you'll love this, is J.R. Reed. Remember J.R. Really? Reed? Really? Yeah. Did North Carolina Jerry? North Carolina Jerry. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. So he's over there. That's good always him. a good addition to have him on the staff. Good for him. Uh, they got Dion Hammond. I, I like this guy a lot. 6'4 junior, averaging 16. And then Ray Salnav. This is who I really like. 6'3 junior, averaging 16 points, 4.5 rebounds, and 3 assists. Um, they got some really tough kids on this team. They have some really magical alumni. Let's hear Just it. Searching. There's some guy named Jug Earp. And Joe Tate looks like he's. This is the most. I'm going to show you. Can we can we put a picture of this guy on there? This is amazing. This is. I don't know how you get a sweater like this. Oh my god. Yeah, that we got to. Here, I'm going to take a picture and send it to you, and that way we can put that on the on the Facebook or something. Wow. But I'm I'm interested in Jug Earp. Let's let's let's. Jug was a professional football player. He attended Monmouth College in Monmouth, Illinois. Oh, so it's not the same school. Never mind. Yeah, see, I do my research. Yeah. I do my research. He's on it. He's on it, folks. <laughs> yeah, Monmouth I hold near dear. Um they're they're one of those schools that they're they're playing pretty good basketball. They're twelve and seven overall in the conference, which puts them in third place, and they're eighteen and twelve um overall. Yeah, and that uh that Ray Solnov, he, he's a really good player. Uh, in high school, he led his high school team to back-to-back state title games, including a game-winning uh, free throws as a uh, as a sophomore. Nice. So, and that was in Barclays Center. So he's used to the big lights. Yep. Uh, they also have a guy, Gob Gabriel. He's uh, the brother of Wenyan Gabriel. I'm sure you know him mm-hmm. from the Sacramento Kings. 
And then George Pappas, he's a 6'5 junior, averaging 8 points and uh, 4.8 3-point field goals uh, attempts per game in just 17 minutes. Wow. So, I mean, he's some someone that Volume comes shooter. Yeah, he comes in right off the bench, and he's just instant offense, which I think is important to them. So he's kind of a guy to look out for because he puts up big numbers in a short amount of time. Uh, Jarvis Vaughn, he was the Virginia 2-8 State Player of the Year and a two-time regional player of the year. And then Vaughn earned uh, two All-State First Team honors and won a state title in high school in uh, 2017. Interesting. And uh, I don't know. This team's good. They played Kansas, Pittsburgh, and K-State. Uh, they're a tough team with tough kids, and, I mean, they play at the edge. So this is a team to look out for, I'm for sure. I always root for them. Yeah. Um, the Niagara Purple Eagles. I like this team. Um, there, there's just a lot of interesting alums right here. Cal Murphy, Hubie Brown. That's the Hubie Brown coach, Hubie Brown. Yeah. Frank Layden, another great coach. Um, Eric, If it's Eric Gales with an S, that dude's a mother on guitar, man. He plays the guitar upside down. Yeah. So he basically takes a left a regular guitar and flips it up backwards and plays it. Oh, wow, dude, he's legit. You should we should put a little thing on him for Niagara. He's amazing, and he was a guy that was a phenom when he was a young kid, and then kind of disappeared on planet Earth for like twenty years, and now he's back and he's just killing it. My buddy Mike Zito um, plays the circuit with him now, and he's 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 top five guy right now. He's he's wow. an amazing player. Then uh, John Beeline, he just uh, got let go by the Cavs. That's too bad, but he's an alumni as well. And then Larry Costello, NBA guy. Uh, they're coached by Greg Paulus. I, I love seeing that, seeing him back on the sidelines. He played for Coach K over at Duke with Josh McRoberts and those guys. Those are fun teams. Um, so good to see him back out there. And then Marcus Hammond is leading that team in scoring, 14, or, uh, 14 points a game, four and a half boards, three assists. He just needs to be more consistent. Uh, scoring ability is there, but, I mean, he'll have 25, 30 one night, and then the next night he's getting, like, five points. So Yeah, you got to be more consistent than that. He's got to be way more consistent. I think it's just, you know, his youth showing. I mean, he's, he's a sophomore, so I, I want to see those him be a little more consistent next year. Sure. Uh, James Towns, 5'11", senior, averaging 11. He led his high school uh, program to its first uh, Class B championship, so nice. that's a big deal. And then Noah Waterman, a 6'11 freshman. Um, he's got a big-ass tattoo of a W on his bicep. Nice. So. Repping his last name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's about all I have to say about him. But I think uh, with that size being a freshman, I think we can see a lot more from him next year. Yeah. But, I mean, they're a struggling team. Paul's is a new coach, but he learned from the best. I think this program could be on the rise in the next couple of years. Well, and they're right in the middle of the pack, too, at 9-10 and 10 in the conference and 11-19 and 19 overall. So they're – they're playing decent in that in that actual conference, so yeah, there's nothing but up, especially if they've got you know a freshman and a sophomore, especially that freshman of that size, six eleven. Yeah, and I mean, just a couple more years of experience for Greg Paulus coaching, I think is going to do wonders too. Yep, get some of those recruits in for sure. Yeah, that'll help out that team tremendously. Next team we're talking about is the Quinnipiac Bobcats. Um, I know there's somebody famous from this school. You didn't get many. You always question. I, I'm I'm most positive on this. You one. always question my research. Um, you know what? I'm going to question it again. No way. Just for just no for our way. listeners. Just for our listeners. You know, and if they are, they're not famous. They're just you right. know people who think they're like influencers. Look at this. There's no porn stars. I'm disappointed in you. Damn dude. it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, alumni Turk Wendell, MBA or uh, MLB. Leo would like that one. And then Danielle DiLorenzo from Survivor. She's she's famous. A lot right? of hockey guys. 
Yeah, there's I'm a lot noticing. of hockey guys. I just don't know hockey. I don't know guys. hockey either, so sorry if we piss off our friends that, <laughs> listen, that like hockey on here. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of hockey guys. Yeah. Um, You like their coach, though. Who's B- their coach? Baker Dunleavy, younger brother of Mike Dunleavy. Nice. Jr. Yeah. So, I mean, coaching runs in that family, man. It really does. And Mike Dunleavy. What do you think of him as a coach, Mike Dunleavy? Which one? There's three of them. <laughs> the, the, you know what I mean? The main one. I mean, one. I like Mike Dunleavy. Mike Dunleavy Sr., he's a good NBA coach. He's not a good college coach because he coached at Tulane last year, and they were awful. And yeah. uh, one of the local kids, I don't know if he liked him or not, uh, Moses Wood, he transferred from Tulane after one year. So I can't imagine that things went well over there. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I didn't hear anything. That's just – how I feel. Sometimes you just you have that sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I watched Tulane. I just think he's an NBA coach, not a college coach. And, I mean, some NBA coaches don't do well in college. Uh, you know some what? in college can't do well in the Absolutely, NBA. man. Like, Patino is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Couldn't really get it done in the NBA, but good college coach. Right. You know? And then uh, their main guy right now is Rich Kelly. He's a junior. He's averaging 16.7 points and uh, four, 4.5 assists. I mean, he distributes the ball really well, too. So he does a little bit of everything. And then uh, Kevin Marfo, this is the guy I really like. I think he's really important to them. He reminds me a lot of Reggie Evans, actually. Okay, yeah. Uh, 6'8", 245. And, I mean, he's he's pretty strong. And uh, he's averaging 10 points and 13 boards. And 13 boards is really impressive for college. Yeah, I agree. Especially at 6'8". Totally agree. Uh, But only one game this season not having at least 10 rebounds. And, That's yeah, nice consistency right there. In that game that he didn't, he had eight rebounds. I mean, it's not like he didn't. It's not like he had four or something like that, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but I'm a big Marfo fan. I think he's very important to them. Uh, their record is half this without him, in my opinion. So they're, they're they're ten and ten in the conference, which is smack right in the middle, and they're fifteen and fifteen overall, which is five hundred records. So yeah, um, the Ryder Bronx are the next team here. Digger Phelps, yeah, nice. Um, Ty Treadway, um, Jason Thompson, Jack Armstrong, MLB, Tom Papa. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, interesting little alumni for Ryder. Uh, Jason Thompson was one of my favorite players ever in college. I really loved watching him, and he was putting up numbers for the Kings. He kind of disappeared in the NBA, but his first couple years in the NBA is a walking double-double. Injuries? I don't know what it was. I think it was just kind of the era where we started seeing a lot more of the three ball and less big men and because then, okay. he was a complete monster on the rebounds. Yeah. We really love Jason. Well, Thompson. and then if you're spreading the floor, you can't, you can't score from outside. Exactly. You're yeah. In trouble. Yeah. But, uh, they're coached by Kevin Baggett and, uh, Dementio Vaughn, 6'5", Jr. And I, I thought his name said Dementia at first. Dementia you know, Vaughn. I totally mis- misread that. But, uh, <coughs> He is a good player. He's averaging almost 15 points and over six rebounds. Um, he's had at least four steals in four of the last five games, so he's been very active. On the right, right there. in the lanes. Is he a lot of length to him or no? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a long 6'5". I, yeah. mean, I would say his wingspan is a good 6'7". Okay. So he really gets a lot of steals, and he's nice. all up in those passing lanes. Gets a lot of fast break points that way, but... Tyree Marshall, a 6'9 senior, is also doing well, 13 and 8. Cool. Uh, Frederick Scott, averaging 12, and they're Stevie tall. Jordan. Yeah. They're tall. They are. I mean, Frederick Scott's 6'8. They're tall, and they're and they're definitely seasoned. Yeah. Everybody, everybody you're mentioning is either a junior or senior. Yeah, like Stevie Jordan is another senior on there. And he's, he's got good numbers, man, 11, 4, and 4. Yeah, and 1.5 steals. So, I mean, like I said, they're active in the steals. And uh, I like Jordan's game a lot. 
Um, he needs to chill on the turnovers, though. He's averaged at least three turnovers if you count two point nine, which every- is which is bad <laughs> if you're if you're if you're averaging four assists a game. Yeah, but that's that, for, that that's turnover. for every year of his career. That's not even just this year. That's wow. You know, freshman through. Why is he just? He's just. He's he just. Um, he gambles a lot. Okay. He tries to thread the needle a lot. Okay. In my opinion, you know, so I think he just needs to play a little bit slower, slow the game down, sure. control the tempo. Yeah, because you don't want to see you don't want to see that four to three assist to turnover ratio. That's that's not. Yeah. You don't want that. I mean, he had nine turnovers against ASU. That's a yeah. Lot you for can't college. do that. You can't do that. I yeah. mean, you want to be in like seven. You want to be seven assists to three turnovers in that range. Right. I mean, you really don't want three turnovers. Period. But I mean. Right, you know what are you going to do? Um, they're uh, they're an interesting team. They're twelve and eight in the conference, which is is right in the the pack where they need to be. Yeah, only a couple games away from the first place, and they're eighteen and twelve overall. So they're getting it done outside the conference, also. Yeah, uh, St. Peter's Peacocks. I love <laughs> that's that. a very strong name for <laughs> so intimidating. Um, old Bobby Hurley. Yeah, it's Bob Hurley's dad. Yeah, I, you know what? Great coach. He was. Yeah. Great great legend. coach. I I I was born in Jersey City. I mean, we heard a lot about Bobby Hurley oh, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um Victor Santos, Major League Baseball player, Frank Brooks, Major League Baseball player. Um Richard Aldi, okay. Baltimore Bullets. Minka Fitzpatrick. Man, once they traded him from Miami to Pittsburgh, he had a hell of a season in Pittsburgh. Like that was a great trade for the Steelers, even though they didn't make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Bill Smith and Alondo Webster, also NBA. Um, so talk to us about St. Peter's coached by Shaheen hallway. And in 2000, he was named the big East most improved player, uh, when he's at Seton hall and led them to the sweet 16. So, I mean, he was a proven player also. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's important for, Oh, I think it's coaching. super, I think it's super important, man. Anytime you have a guy, that's played in the NBA or played big in college. Yeah. You have to respect him as a kid. You have to be like, this guy did what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And How do you not listen and respect? You know what I mean? It's usually, oddly enough, the players that weren't the best on their team that end up being better coaches. Same so, thing in the NFL. Yeah. It's really interesting, man. Or like analysts. Yeah. Like Trent Dilfer was not a good quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, but he's he's a heck of an, an, an analyst. Like yeah. a heck of an analyst. So they just... You know, what I think that is is some, some smarter. guys. Some guys understand the game, but they can't translate it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they can translate it in terms of being a coach or like an announcer. And that's why they can stick around a long Absolutely. time. Absolutely, because of their IQ. Absolutely. And that's why you know in the NBA, in the NFL, that's why you see a lot of these backup quarterbacks that are like 39, 40 years old, and like you hope they don't get you know the starting quarterback doesn't get injured. But at the same time you're actually paying another coach on the team, essentially. Because yeah. when you think about that, it's like if they have the knowledge of the game and they played as long as they have, you know, they can help out a lot of their fellow teammates and they're, they're acting like a coach even though they're still a player. Right. It's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm right there with you on that. Yeah. And it, I mean, I think getting that most improved player of the year really says a lot about him too. So, I mean, that's going to – I think that's going to be a good thing moving forward for his coaching – but uh, it's a really interesting team to me, like really interesting. There's not one player that even plays 23 minutes a game. You know, every time we talk about this, I, it's like, how do you get into that groove, man? I know. Like you're saying 12, 12 players play 13 or more minutes per game. One plays just over nine minutes a game. It's like, yeah. it's like once you start getting warm, you start getting the feel of the game, beep, and yeah. then you're out. 
I know it's, it's that's weird. It's a bizarre style to watch. It really but is. But you know what? Here's the thing, man. They're thirteen and six in the conference. He's doing something. Second right. place, and they're at six, sixteen and twelve overall. So and Damon Stoudemire is kind of having the same. Yeah, right. Thing and right. Pacific. And it's working. So maybe it's a new trend that we're going to start to see. Yeah. Keep you know you keep your players super fresh, and if they're shooting well, like if you have that type of team where they're just shooting and passing the ball well, it's just you know you you're just gonna outrun the other team in terms of endurance I'm assuming yeah outrun him and you know press, I mean? press the hell out you know what I mean and then yeah. when somebody gets tired bring the next guy in if he gets the job done then that's crazy though yeah uh, one of the guys I really like is Mashir Mahak and he's a 7 foot 1 sophomore he only plays 9 minutes per game that's that guy playing 9 minutes per game and he's averaging over <laughs> over a block so I mean even in just 9 minutes he's, he's still he's averaging producing. over a block yeah yeah yeah, so, I mean, if he was in a different system, I wonder what his blocks would be because oh, that guy's three. a rim protector. Easily three. Easily. Yep. But, I mean, he's ranked 11th in uh, the state of New Jersey out of high school. Nice. And uh, then Quinn Taylor, um, he's averaging 6, 4, and 1 in 22 minutes. And to tell you a little bit how he normally is in high school, he averaged 20 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. So, I mean, just seeing those minutes split in half like that, his numbers are down, but he's a solid player. You know, the thing is with this team, if, you, if you're paying attention right now and you're following us, this is a team that's buying into the system. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and, and if you're a guy like Quinn Taylor where you're, you're averaging almost a triple-double as yeah. a senior in high school and then you come into this team and you're averaging 6'4 and 1, yeah. it shows you're, you're, you're buying in. You're buying in, yeah. you know. And, I mean, kudos to him because that's not easy for a player to do. No, you know? but you know what, though, man? I mean, I know you play like this, and I did when I played in high school. It's like you're playing to win. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, I'll do what it takes for if I have to just rebound and that's all I do by my team's winning. Yeah. You, it's about winning. Yeah, In totally. my opinion, you know. Totally. And any, any NBA scout, you know, I'm not saying he's an NBA player, but any, any NBA scout is going to see – what you can do, what you can do, and what you're doing yeah. for your system. I think it's obvious. I think I think a scout can look at you within a couple of game films and know who you are, or what you are. Yeah, because Mahawk is another one, the seven foot one kid. I mean, he's another guy that if he went anywhere anywhere else, I I guarantee you his numbers would be way higher. Oh, hands know? down. I mean, if he's he, getting he a is block a good player. Nine minutes, he's getting one block per game. Yeah. So 18 minutes would be two. 27 minutes would be three. Yeah. But, I mean, this, this is a strange team. They hustle on D, and they're not easy to play against, and they will wear you down. They they will wear you out. Yep. And, that, like I said, shows shows by their record, too. I mean, they're second in the conference. So, they're I mean, they're ready to play. Yeah. Siena States. Um, how do you pronounce that name? Ron Vodder. Thank you. John Lennon, um, MLB. Wendy, when uh, Wendy Monez. Monez. This is like the school with the hardest pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Billy, uh, Billy Harrell, and then um, Edwin Ubilis, and then uh, he played four games with the Wizards. So I mean, he had a short stint at the end. He got somewhere, right? Yeah, and they're coached by uh, Carmen Marciarello and uh, Jalen Pickett. They're six four sophomore, averaging fifteen points, four boards, nearly six assists. One block and a steal. Just filling up that <laughs> filling up that stat sheet. That's a stat sheet stuff here, man. Absolutely. Uh, Elijah Burns is another good player. He's a six eight senior, averaging fifteen points and six boards. And then Manny Camper, six seven junior, averaging thirteen and ten. Uh, I like him a lot. He was a team captain. I mean, he's high character kid. Then really versatile, well rounded, multiple position, do it all player. <coughs> 
then possess a strong blend of size, athleticism, and wing posi- uh, position. He's really just a hard worker, kind of a bring-your-lunch-pill kid. Yeah. Um, and then Donald Carey, a 6'5 sophomore, um, he's the cousin. He's cousins with Kyle Anderson over in Memphis. Okay. So he's got a little bit of basketball ties as well. And this team's hot. They've won 11 of their last 12. Um, I like this team to win. I think they're well-balanced, and they play together. Yeah, they're uh, they're 14-5 and five overall, which puts them in first place in the conference. 18 and 10. Excuse me, 14 5 in the conference, 18 and 10 overall. And they're, they're riding an eight game winning streak. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive, too. Let's move on. I'm feeling good. Let's move on to the next uh, conference, which is the SWAC conference. Um, the Alabama AM Bulldogs. Uh, Ruben Stuttered. Is that, the, <laughs> is that the American Idol? It is, yeah. And then Sun Ra. Okay. And Robert Mathis, NFL, Mike Williams. Um, John Stallworth. Wow, this is an interesting. Yeah, and Mikko Gladless. This is an interesting. This is an NFL, NFL based alum for this school. Yeah, we'll start seeing a lot bigger alumni in this conference. I think. Yeah, let's yeah. Uh, let's let's break it down. So the coach of the of that team is they got Dylan Howard over there. Uh, Howard is a McDonald's All American nominee, and he's invited to the 1985 McDonald's Derby Classic. And uh, he was rated as high as the nation's 11th best player in high school. So I mean, to be ranked 11th in high school, he he was he was definitely a player. And again, that's translated over to the Absolutely. coaching as well. Especially nowadays, you know, the other thing we we forget to talk about, but we'll talk about it here in a second. Remember um, back in the day, information was a lot harder to get. Oh yeah, everything's instantaneous. I mean, you can get done with practice and be like. Let's see what's what's up with our coach, and you go right on the internet and be like, "Holy shit, man! He was a McDonald's All American, and you know this, this, and that. He's eleventh best player in the nation in, in right. high school. You should you'll listen to your coach a little more. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You pull up some highlights of your coach dunking on people. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. I didn't have that in high school. Yeah, we didn't have that in high school. But uh, th- this is a kind of a super freshman class on this team. They have a lot of freshmen. Uh, one of them is C- Cameron Alford. He's averaging thirteen. And uh, five, nearly five and a half rebounds. He was ranked the 17th overall prospect in Indiana. And then Garrett Hicks, a six foot freshman, averaging 11. Cameron Tucker, a freshman, he's ranked 19th in the state of Alabama. And then Mason Ellison, a six six freshman, he's ranked 18th in the state of Alabama. And then Tamir Brown, a six eight freshman, ranked 14th in the state of Alabama. So, ba- so basically, <laughs> right now. Put a uh, put a little flyer on Alabama AM and Bulldogs in about two years. Yeah, absolutely. And then EJ Williams, a six ten freshman, he's a good player. He chose this school over Xavier, so he could have wow. gone to a bigger school. So he's definitely somebody to watch out for. He's only averaging five and four right now, but he's a he's a talent. He's a big body. And then Jalen Johnson, another six seven freshman, ranked fourteenth best prospect in the state of Indiana. This is a team that's not doing anything right now. But with that many freshmen, if they oh, play yeah. together, forget it. If they all stay there, no one transfers within two years. They should be at the top of this division. And and they're all top twenty and from their state. Yeah, you know? and I know that it's not one. It's not you know. Top it doesn't 10, matter. But I mean, I mean, at least two of those kids are going to pan out. <coughs> at mean, least top, two. Pan top out. twenty is top twenty. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, they're so like I said, they're not getting it done this year. But why would you expect it to be getting done with? I mean, it's it, it's not a it's not a Fab Five, obviously. No. But you know they're they're five and twelve in the conference. They're eight and twenty overall. I wouldn't be surprised to see that team ten and seven next yeah. year in the conference, and then the year after that, maybe twelve and five. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Like I said, if they all stay, that that's our 
That's our thing right there. They're youth shows, but so is their potential. They show flashes and like moments where you're just like, wow, these kids have potential. And that's why I say at least two of them pan out to be very good players. Um, I mean, for TJ Parham, he's a senior. It's probably not the most fun year for him, but he no. is a part of something that they're building over there. And for that, he's got to see the big picture on that. Um, Alabama State Hornets is our next team. Um, the, okay, there's a lot of interesting alums here. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Um, Rosa Parks, man, much much respect to Rosa Parks. Yeah. Um, Ricky Smiley Radio, Tony Cox, the elf from Pat Santa, <laughs> Felix the house cat. All right, <laughs> Tavares Jackson, if I think it's that, the same NFL quarterback, oh, yeah, he's trash. Um, Reggie Barlow, Doug Williams, the comedian, not the NFL quarterback. Kevin Loader and Willie Scott are the only NBA guys. And then Chandra Davis from VH1. That's that's a good alumni. It's a very yeah, it's well it's, it's balanced for sure. But there's it seems like it's a communication school <laughs> from all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's funny. So talk to us about Alabama State Hornets. Lewis Jackson is a coach in that team, and Toby Abashu is a six five senior, averaging nearly thirteen and six. Nice. And then Leon Daniels, six five senior, averaging nine and four. Uh, they got Lamone Lampley over there, and his father Lamone Lampley. Was a second round pick by the Sonics. There we go again with with yeah. with, with dads like you're gonna have my name. Sorry, kid. It's so weird. It it's is so weird. weird. Just name your kid something else. I don't know what you know. What I name, name I have, him Mike. I have two kids. Mike. Just some Lamone and Mike. There's other names out there. I, yeah, it's weird, man. I've got two kids, and uh, I not even for a second I thought about having them named Eric. Not yeah. even for a second well, I wouldn't do that. What was the name from our last one? Earthwind. Earthwind. Like, Earthwind Moreland. Name him something cool. Yeah. You know. Or something that he'll get picked on. Yeah. Um, let's move on because this team is just not getting it done either. Um, they are uh, they're seven and ten in the conference, eight and twenty two overall. They've lost five. And in there's a row. really not much to build around right now. They need some recruits. Yeah, we'll see what the coach can do on that one. Um, Alcorn State Braves. Um, um, I don't want to mess. Up, I don't want to mess this up because he's an activist. So you, could you pronounce his name? I think it's Medgar Evers, the okay. activist. Uh, Tim Buckley. And then Michael Clark Duncan, he's breakout rule. Oh John yeah, Coffey. I think he just passed. Him? I think he just passed away. Did he from Green yeah. Mile? Yeah, I think he just passed away a couple years ago. He was great in that movie. That's too bad. He really was. Steve McNair is probably the most famous one there. He's another one that passed away way too early. That's a, a shame what happened to him. Yeah. Uh, Larry Smith, his nickname is Mr. Mean. That's yeah. awesome. That's a great name. That what is a great I nickname. I miss nicknames like that. Me Mr. too, dude. Mean, just Me too. so simple but so good. <laughs> Donald Driver, if that's Donald Driver from the oh, uh, it is. It the is. Green Bay Packers fame, yeah. hell of a wide receiver. Lindsey Hunter, there you go. Yeah, um, Ronald Young, Jimmy Giles, and a bunch of more NFL players. Yeah, and coached by Montez Robinson and Maurice um, is basically their senior right now, averaging fourteen. And then uh, Tremaine Crosby, averaging thirteen and five. He's a junior. Uh, Deshaun Andrews and Corey Tillery both averaging 12. They're well balanced. Uh, they also have Isaac I- uh, Adels, the son of Alvin Adels. So a couple of basketball ties there. Um, I think the NC State, Memphis, and Little Rock games earlier this year helped them uh, because they at least played some battle-tested teams because Little Rock's a legit team. Uh, they lost easily in all three. I don't think they come out of this conference, but I do like the guard experience, and I think those games might help them if they have any chance at all. They're ten and seven in the uh, conference, and they're fourteen and fourteen overall, so right in the middle of the pack. 
Uh, the next school we're doing is the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. That's a mouthful. Um, wow. Okay, so Mark Bradley NFL and then Smokey Norfolk. Yeah, songwriter. That's awesome. Elsie Greenway was a hell of a defensive end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Raymond Weber, Dante Wesley, Big Tuck the Rapper. <laughs> And then Charles Hence is the only NBA player. So there's not a lot of people coming from the Pine Bluffs. No, smaller school. Uh, they're coached by George Ivory. He's in his 12th year. He's been there a long time. Uh, Sean Doss, uh, that was a big loss to them. He's a 6'5 junior, averaging 12. So that did not help their case at all this year. Uh, Mar- Mark Hendrick Bell, a 6'7 junior, is averaging 10. And then Markel Carter, averaging 9. They do have Artavius McDyess, who's Antonio's son. Way to be Antonio, naming your kids something besides Antonio. I mean, it's close. You know, Artavius McDyess, he's a he's a 6'10 freshman. So. I wonder if he's going to have that. I mean, dude, McDyess was badass before that. He was injury. so badass, yeah. And he was still kind of badass after that. Well, you know, well you know? he wasn't when he was a Nick. Yeah. And then, but <laughs> well, no, no, but let's, but let's, see, I know, right? But let's talk about something <laughs> interesting, okay? So he wasn't when he was a Nick. Like it was a shame. He just sucked. But then they went to, he went to Phoenix. Yeah. And Phoenix had that that miracle doctor guy. Same thing where they gave Grant Hill some extra years. Remember that? Right. Their 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 actual doctor staff was was really solid in terms of their physical therapy. And there's a couple of guys that went over there that had extended careers, you know, or or almost rejuvenated careers because McDice was pretty rejuvenated in Phoenix right. for a bit. He really was when I when I didn't think there's any more kicking on the tires when he was a Nick, to be honest with you. So yeah. shout out to that doctor staff in Phoenix, man, back in the year was the mid two thousands, I believe it was. Yeah, and he, he balled out for the Pistons and the Spurs too. I mean he had Yeah, a he career. did for the Spurs too. He I remember really that. Absolutely. So they're a school that it just I mean they're three and fourteen in the conference. They're four and twenty-five. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean they—they're just—they beat champion Christian College. Who? They're a they're a non-division one team, and then they beat Texas Southern in overtime. Is that even a school? Like really? I I, I know, right? Is it, it like a Christian rec league team? It or sounds something? like Darko Milicic's. Right, know. right. Let's party team or whatever they're called. Yeah, it's exactly. Amazing. And I mean, that's two of their four wins. Yeah, that's so. that's bad. Yeah. Um, the Grambling Tigers. Okay, Grambling's always going to be known as a football a football team. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. Pre- predominantly African American school, I believe too. Um, alumni is Erica Badu. She's awesome. Uh, Ernie, the big cat lad who was a football player and also a professional wrestler too. Um, there's a lot of funny things I hear about him with, the with, um, the wrestling podcast I listened to, you know, talk like this, you big dummy. That's how we <laughs> talked. Uh, Willis Reed. Yes. Willis Reed and a Nick that actually was good. No, there's a lot of good Nicks, but Willis Reed, a couple championships, great player. Um, Jimmy Jones, NBA, Aaron James, NBA, um, can you pronounce that? I don't want to screw his name. I'm sorry. Fakir Brown. Fakir Brown. Thank and then you. Willie Brown. And uh, Doug Williams. Doug Williams, man. Doug Williams got a second lease on life. He was a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Um, and then he went over to the Redskins. And and I think he was he was actually in the USFL too. But in the Redskins is where he won. He was the first black quarterback to win a oh, wow. uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And he was he was a heck of a player. And he played he played he had a pretty long career too. Yeah. Is Willie Brown the Raider? I uh, don't know. Okay, I don't bet you, I bet you he's the I bet you he's the famous Raider corner. Okay, so let's talk about Grantwin. Coached by Dante Jackson and Devonte Jackson is their leading scorer, six nine senior, averaging thirteen. Ivy Smith Jr. averaging twelve, and Cam Christon averaging nine. He's a sophomore. Uh, I, I like his game too. He's aggressive. 
Um, they missed him in the absence, though. Uh, they lost four in a row, uh, five total with him gone. I mean, played Dayton, Marquette in Oregon. Good schools. Yeah, so, I mean, could I think that helps. But, I mean, they won seven of their last ten, so they could make a push. So they are getting hot at the right time. It would be interesting. They're, they're 10 and 7 in the conference, 16 and 14 overall. Yeah, but getting Cam back I think is a big boost to them uh, because they were missing him when he was gone. Next college we're going to be talking about is the Jackson State Tigers. This is another one that has some pretty famous alumni. Uh, Morgan Freeman, um, Walter Payton, my opinion, was the best NFL running back of all time. Um, is, Steve, is that the actual Steve Martin? That's Steve Martin. Get yeah. out of here. Um, Lindsey Hunter, Purple Short, Gene Short, Coy Bacon, Tim Barnett, um, James Meredith, Rich Caster, Oil Cam Boyd. God, that's a name I haven't heard in forever. That's a great name. Yeah, he was a great pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Um, and Cassandra Wilson. So that's a pretty it's a pretty diverse alum there. Why don't you tell us about Wayne Brent and the uh, Jackson State Tigers? Yeah, Wayne Brent's on that team. And uh, Tristan Jarrett, the 6'4 junior, he's averaging seven. I like his game a lot. And then Roland Griffin is also a 6'6 senior, averaging 14 and 6. Uh, the guy I think is really important to them, though, he's kind of does all the dirty work, and that's Javius McKinnis. And he's a 6'7 sophomore. Averaging nearly a double-double, nine points, nine rebounds. Uh, this is a really cool story, though, and this is why I'm really pulling for this team. Um, they have a team manager named Thomas Lee. His nickname is Snacks. Everybody's pulling for this team now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every, did you see the shot he made, too? Oh, yeah. Almost almost you, from the so, logo. So you saw it, right? Oh, my God, I totally did. Yeah, it's incredible. So to tell the listeners about this, because I'm sure there's some that don't know, um, he suited up for the game, and after chance of We Want Snacks, which is his nickname, <laughs> so good. Uh, filled the arena during the game between Jackson State and Arkansas Bluff. So those chants filled that arena. Uh, Jackson State sent out their team manager, which is Snacks, Thomas Lee. Uh, the rest is history, man. Snacks, the team student manager, was dressed for the game. They He goes in the game, and... They give him the ball and he takes a shot from nearly like the logo. It's really the logo. It's, it's, it's like it's like it's literally two feet from the logo. Yeah, and I mean he just pulls up and just and he's drains t- it. and he's he's talking all sorts of smack after yeah. he hits it. It's amazing. And then he's like half ass playing defense. Did you see that when yeah. when the ball came back on the other end of the court? He's like it was awesome, man. Yeah, it's incredible. But um, it 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 was amazing. There's only 17 seconds left in the game. Uh, he became an internet sensation after this and had guys like Kevin Durant retweeting the videos. And Kevin Durant actually sent him a signed jersey. Uh, this, he was also wearing number 35, Snacks was. So Durant also wears 35 and, you know, sends him the signed jersey. We have to, we have to, we have to hashtag him or just mention him. Yeah. Uh, we have to. I would love for him to. Give us a retweet or something. That'd be amazing. No, but I mean, shout out to Snacks. I mean, I don't think people realize how hard that is. Just check into a game right away, especially when you're not really used to playing all that much. Oh, dude, he's he looks like he's just used to eating snacks, dude. He yeah. doesn't look like he's used to doing anything else. He's a team manager, man, which to be honest with you, too, it's like I respect team manager is a guy that doesn't make, they don't make the team, but they still want to be a part of the team, man. Yeah. So I, I got much love for team managers, too. And to do that, get on the court and blast that shot. Oh, my gosh. And they were, lo- dude, they were loving him. I, you you know what, man? Stuff like that just makes me smile when it's college yeah. sports like that. Total ice in his veins. You're not going to see that in the NFL. No. You're not going to see it in the NFL. I, I love when that stuff happens. And honestly, like, you know, team managers, I, I respect them. They do so much for the teams. Yep. Like, we had a team manager that 
like really just did absolutely everything for us. And there's, they're just as important. To the Those team are the guys player. that really want to make the team and yeah. they don't think they can't. So they still want to be that part of the team. Like I said, a second ago, and, and like, you're right, man, they're super important to the team. It's definitely something not to make light of just because they're a team manager. I mean, they definitely do a lot for sure. Right. But yeah, g- great job snacks. We're pulling for this team now. Uh, I'm, I'm I'd love to see you get in again snacks. I want yeah. to see him do it in the NCAA tournament. That, that would be, that'd be amazing. Cool. Yeah, I would love that. Amazing. The Mississippi State Valley Delta Devils. Good Lord. Can we make that a little smaller? It does. Try saying that fast yeah. 10 times. Yeah, I'm not going to try to say it fast one time. Yeah. Um, they have some great alum football-wise. Um, greatest wide receiver of all time is Jerry Rice, who went to that school. Maybe one of the best sack artists of all time, Deacon Jones, before they started tracking stats. Um, and the stack numbers that they said he had was insane. He would have... If they would attract those sacks, there's like 25, 30 sacks a season. Wow. They were saying how he had back in the day. Yeah. Um, he was one of those guys that would do, I think they outlawed the, um, oh, God, what is that technique where you come to club? I think they outlawed that because of him. Oh, wow. Where, they, where he would come around and club the offensive line guy's pretty much head to get around him. Ronald Fields, Ashley Ambrose, Willie Totten, um, Ricky, give me that name. Feature. Uh, feature, yeah. Feature. And then Alfonso Ford, uh, the only NBA guy from that school. He's a Sonic. That's okay. why I remember him. Didn't do much for Seattle, but he was there. <laughs> and then Lindsey Hunter. Uh, Lindsey Hunter is everywhere in this conference. Is he not? I've seen his name pop up yep, like yep. three times. He's he's the uh, Tim Allen of this conference. Yeah, yeah, he totally is. But he's coaching that team. Um, <coughs> so, so it's going to be really, really interesting to see what – Lindsey Hunter can do with them. Uh, they got Michael Green over there, who's averaging 17. They got his kid playing. Yeah, his son's on the team, Caleb Hunter, 5'11". Uh, he's averaging 15. He's a good player. There, he deserves to be on the court. He does, and it's not just the coach's son playing because he's he's coach's son. He, he, he is talented. I think he could have gone to a better school, and it's just cool he's playing for his dad over right. there. Um, and then they got Tariko Simons, uh, 5'8", senior, averaging 10. They only have two wins. Uh and both of those came against Alabama and M. So, for whatever reason, they have Alabama and M's number, but nobody, right. nobody else's. Which is scary <laughs> because if you look at it, and we're going to blast through these guys real quick, but if you look at it, they're two and fifteen in the conference. Like Zach just said, with both those wins being Alabama A and M. But the sad thing is, they're two and twenty-seven overall. Yeah. So they've only beaten Alabama A and M. Right. Period. Yeah. Which is insane. Um, they're on a six-game losing streak. I had a higher blood alcohol level in college than their winning percentage. So, yeah. Sorry to hear that, guys. Hopefully, uh, Lindsey, I'm pulling for Lindsey, man. I'd like to see him get some good recruits and get that school kind of playing up to, and, you know. You know, Lindsey's a proven winner. I think totally it's not going to take long for that program to get back on I track. Hope, I hope not. Oh, wow. This is amazing. This is like, this is like a. This is like a alumni in heaven right now. <laughs> yes, it is. The Prairie View A&M Panthers. Okay, alumni. I'll pit of the fool, Mr. T. I don't think Mr. T went there for any longer than probably a semester. Uh, Pamela Anderson, kind of doubt that. DJ Premier, Cecil Cooper, man, that, that dude could hit the ball. Um, Charles Brown, jazz singer, Cynthia Cooper, WNBA. Dude, she could yeah, play. Good she, Lord. She could ball out. Um, Zelmo Beatty. He was awesome. That's a great by the name. Way. He was a great that player. That's a great for the name. Hawks. And then Kirko Bangs. I don't listen to rap, <laughs> so I have no fucking idea. Good. I don't think people that listen to rap listen to Kirko <coughs> Bangs, though. So. Yeah. 
Kurt Cobain. Isn't that funny? If you say it fast, it's almost like you're saying Kurt Cobain. Um, <laughs> and then coach is Byron Smith. Let's talk about the Prairie View A&M Panthers. Yeah, Devonnie Patterson is leading the way. He's their senior, six foot seven, and he's averaging sixteen and six. Um, he's a great addition to them this year because he was out for I think like half a season about. So he's really helping them a lot. And then Gerard uh, Andrus, he's a six five senior. He's averaging fifteen points and five boards. And then Darius Williams, another senior, averaging eleven. Uh, they they're battle tested. They played Texas, Cal, ASU, Seton Hall, UCF, and Colorado. Wow. So uh I mean, they're better than what their record's showing. They're just preparing for this. They're just preparing for this postseason tournament. Man, whoever whoever booked that schedule for them, good, yeah. good for them, dude. Yeah, exactly. Because they're not worried about what their record looks like on paper. They're not trying to get cute. They just want to be ready for this. Well, moment. and here's the best part: they're fourteen and three at top of the division. Yeah, they're eighteen and twelve overall. But that eighteen and twelve, look at the teams they're playing. Yeah, and they won a conference. Eight, they won eight of their last nine. Um, yeah, I think playing those schools definitely definitely got them ready for the conference and it's going to help in this postseason i guarantee you that's really interesting um southern jaguars are the next next school we're going to talk about um common loved loved early 2000s common that was a great rapper. i don't like celebrity all-star game common though. no me neither <laughs> nope he can dribble that's about it uh lou brock amazing major league baseball player david banner avery johnson much love for Avery Johnson. Boy, was he a field general. Bobby Phils. Bobby Phils, rest in peace, Bobby Phils. Yeah, I loved Bobby Phils. What a shame, man. Did you Do you know much about that car crash? I know he and David Wesley were, they were drag racing. racing, right? Yeah, yeah they're they're racing. He lost control of his car and it flipped. And I know David Wesley wasn't really the same after that. He felt awful. Totally agree. That. Yeah, and that yeah. killed that team because that actually team was yeah yeah that was not they were I mean I want to say up and coming because. The morning Johnson Hornets were solid, but they had a solid team too. Well, this was also an up and coming team. Uh, Bobby Phils was not yet in his prime, in my opinion. They have Vladi on that team too. Uh, yeah, they had Vladi. I think Anthony Mason was on that team. Uh, right, because that's '96, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, I mean, that was a solid team. Baron Davis, I think, was a rookie. Yep. So they, that team was on the rise. Yeah. And yeah. then it just kind of fizzled, unfortunately. Yeah. Mason went to Miami. And then, like you said, um, uh, Wesley was never the same after that. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's a shame. Yeah, one more alumni, uh, Bob Love. He was a great NBA player. Don't want to leave him out. No. Um, but they're coached by Sean Woods. And this is another team where it's a 10-plus man rotation that try to wear you down. And it works. Uh, they got Sam Mack Jr., who's the son of Sam Mack. Come on, Sam. Be original. And then they got James Edwards, who is the son of James Edwards. Come on, James. <laughs> so, again, two former James NBA Edwards, guys. The, the, the Detroit Pistons, James Edwards? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then Sam Mack, the Houston Rockets, okay. fat shooting guard, Sam Mack. Um, and then... I mean, they won 12 of their last 14 after a super shitty start. So, I mean, this is a team that – they're are they second in their conference? They're tied for second. Yes. Um, they're tied with Texas, Texas Southern. They're 12-5. and five. So, after that rough of a start, they're still second. Um, they're hot at the right time. Uh, they did play Butler in Nebraska and also Murray State in <coughs> uh, some low-key good mid-majors like Wright State, who we talked about in yep. one of our former podcasts. They've won six in a row, too. Yeah. 
And so this is a team that, I mean, they lost 13 of their first 16. And wow. They had a nine-game losing streak at one point. So this team figured wow. it out. So they, kudos sleeper, to them. Sleeper. Sleeper. Uh, they're, they're a completely different team than they were at the beginning of the year. They obviously need to win because of that horrendous start. Yeah. That puts them at 15 and 15. You know the interesting thing about this division is pretty much the middle from, the, from Texas Southern down they're almost 500 out of the conference. Yeah. Every one of those teams. 15-15, 15-15, 16-14, 14-14. That's kind of interesting. Very interesting, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be really really, really curious to see what they do in the postseason tournament. I, they're, they're my different. sleeper for that. I bet you they win that, or they come really close. Prairie, Prairie, Prairie was going to be tough, yeah. right? But but there, Southern's getting hot at the right time, yeah. and if you just – Pretend like that beginning of the season didn't happen. Exactly. They should be really contending right now. Yeah. Um, the Texas Southern Tigers. This is interesting. Uh, Michael Strahan, the fake uh, sack leader. Um, Kim Burrow. Winston Hill was a Jet. Yeah, he was a great Jet, too, actually. Um, Bobby Reed. Um, Willie Salberry. Barbara Jordan. Yolanda Adams. Um, Kurt Willem. And a bunch of more NFL dudes. <laughs> And uh, Coach Johnny Jones, I like this coach a lot. I think he does a great job every year. Uh, Tyreek Armstrong, 5'10", senior, averaging 14-3-4. And, and then Justin Hopkins, 6'5", averaging 10. And then Eden Ewing, also averaging 9-4. He's Related? a big 6'8", se- uh, senior. No relation no to Patrick. Okay. No, don't get too excited, Mr. Nick fan over here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Yahuza Rasas. Yahuza! Uh, I love that name, Yahuza Rasas. Uh, he's averaging nine and eight, really good numbers for them. Uh, I like this team a lot. They played San Diego State this year. They played Gonzaga, Wichita State, Arkansas, Northern Kentucky, Nevada, Oregon, and ASU. Good and, job, uh, good job, athletic director. On totally that one. good job. Uh, I mean, this is a team that could have racked up a bunch of more wins and tried to make their record look cute, but they chose to play elite teams. Um, this is a team that just like Prairie View, they're battle tested. But honestly, this is my pick for to win. You heard the it conference. here. I think Texas Southern. And, wins and it. by the way, as I say, you heard it here. Me and Zach both nailed San Diego State not winning the conference. By the way, we did. We called Utah State. Nailed it like champs. Yeah. Um, that ends this conference, and uh, we well, you know what? Let's just do one more conference. Why not? I mean, we're killing it. Let's do Southland, okay? And we'll get these guys here. Um. Abilene Christian Wildcats. Um, this is um, this is an interesting uh, interesting alum. We got John Layfield, Bonnie Curtis, Daniel Manning, um, Randall Tex Cobb, <laughs> as Zach says, the bo- the boxer with the porn stash. Yeah. Um, Wilbert Montgomery, who was a hell of a player for the Eagles. Johnny Perkins and uh, Coach Joe Golding. Let's talk about the Christian Wildcats. They got Peyton Ricks over there, who's averaging 14. He's their senior leader. They have another player who I really like. He's a 6'8 sophomore. Uh, Joe Pleasant, and he's averaging 11 and 4. I, I like his game a lot. Um, kind of like a Stacy Ogman build. So okay. I, th- I think that's going to be a good, uh, good addition for them, especially for next year. And then they have Reggie Miller whose dad is Reggie Miller, but not Reggie Miller. You want to explain that one? <laughs> so it's not Reggie Miller. It's oh, just it's some basically dude just some Reggie Miller. Miller. Okay. <laughs> who, didn't, who, who didn't want to name his kid anything but Reggie Miller. Yeah, so. God, poor kid. It's, yeah, yeah, so weird. So there's another example of somebody naming their son after, 
after them. Uh, good balance on the squad. They won seven of their last eight. I think uh, Joe Pleasant is really starting to get more of a rhythm, too. I think that's important. So this is a team to maybe keep an eye on. You know, they're 14-5 and five in the conference, which puts them third. They're 19-11 and 11 overall. Yeah. Um, Central Arkansas Bears. My favorite alum, Scotty Pippen. Note the sarcasm. Uh, Chris Allen, Gil Gerard, Monty Coleman, Willie Davis. Um, so no real NBA players there. No, Scotty Pippen's the only one. The only one um, yeah. It's a very interesting. I mean, even at the time when he came into the NBA out of Central Arkansas, it was a little bit of a surprise. So there's not a whole lot. Of that guys was interesting too because there. there's a trade too, wasn't there? Yeah, from the Sonics. The Sonics, right? Yeah. Boy, that would have been interesting if he would have been a Sonic. Oh man, that him and he Peyton came out together. what eighty eight, I believe so. But him and Gary Payton together. Oh uh, wow, defensively. Yeah. Look, here's the thing: I hate Scottie Pippen, and I think he's super overrated compared to where everybody else thinks he is. To be honest with you, but I will give that guy all the props in the world. He was first class defense man. Absolutely, he really was. And him and Payton, that would have been a lockdown city. Yeah. Oh, wow, what a trip. Do you remember what the trade was, by chance? Not off the top of my head, no. Yeah, that's super interesting. Why don't you talk about that? I'm going to pull the trade up real quick while you talk about the Bears. Yeah, coached by Anthony Boone, and then Ryan Bergerson, 6'6", junior, averaging 15-4. Uh, his dad, Roberto, got drafted by the Hawks in the second round in 1999, so his dad could play a little bit. Uh, DeAndre Jones, 5'11", sophomore, averaging 13 and 5.8 assists. And then Hayden Koval, a seven foot sophomore, averaging twelve and seven. Uh, he's their big man in the middle, and I think he's really important to them. Um, but yeah, I, I with this team, I I just don't see it this year. I like Bergerson and I like Hayden Koval a lot. Uh, I like Koval especially next year. I think he's going to be a much bigger part of that team. But uh, as far as this year, I I'm not seeing them doing anything. Uh, real quick, I pulled up the information. It was eighty seven, not eighty eight. Um, and super interesting. So the Bulls manufactured a trade with the Seattle Supersonics that would send Pippen fifth overall to the Bulls in exchange for Olden Polonese wow. and future draft pick options. Wow. Boy, did Chicago fleece that trade. Yeah, they did. They cleaned up nicely on that one. I think the, I, only, the only thing Olden Polonese did was pretend like he was a police officer and pull people over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh he God. really did that. I, know, I remember, you remember that. that. I totally remember. Was that. Was he a king when he did that? I think he's out of the league. If I'm not mistaken, no, no, he was, he in, was the in the league when he did he, that. Was he? Yeah, the, he was a king. Oh, I don't think he was a king. He might have been a king, but yeah, I remember that. Jeez. What a dumbass! Come on, Olden. You know. Um, okay, <laughs> there's some great. There's some great schools in this in this in this conference too. Um, so Central Arkansas, they're nine and ten. There, there's a lot of teams in this division too. So. They're kind of middle of the pack. They're ten and twenty overall. Right. Um, next team we got is the Houston Baptist Huskies. Um, Michael Defito. If that's that, that is the one you think the football player. Yes. Okay. So he was also he also went to Maine. So he did a little team Tim Allen jumping. Um, <laughs> Colin Montgomery. Yeah, he was a good golfer for sure. Van G. Jarrett was a poet. Um, and then EC Coleman was the only NBA player. Yeah, it's a light alumni. I was uh, you'll say. see that through a couple of these schools, not the biggest uh, schools for celebrities. Right. Uh, but Coach Ron Cottrell and Ian Dubose, a 6'4 junior, uh, second team all conference last year. So he is a very good player, and he's improved a lot this year. He's got a good stat line. He's averaging 19 points, seven rebounds, and four assists. And his cousin is George Duffy Rooks from the New York Giants. 
Um, he had 44 against Central Arkansas, so he can explode. He is capable of it. So he is a good player. And then Jalen Gates is their senior, averaging 15. This team's getting nothing done, though. Yeah, no, it's been a struggle all year. It's yeah. been a rocky roller coaster year for them. The only thing you could say that may be a positive is they're 4 and 15 in the conference. And they're four and twenty-four overall. Yeah. So all four of their wins came in the conference. That's probably the only thing you say is positive for those guys. Yeah, but if Ian uh, Dubose keeps getting better like he did this last year, I thought he improved a lot, especially you know just volume shooting. I think if they add another piece around him, I think scoring is gonna be a lot easier for him. This next school was one of those schools where I was like, they're they're they have a they have a college football team too, and I was like. Who the fuck is Alabama playing this week? <laughs> Who the fuck is Incarnate Word Cardinals? I know it's, it doesn't. No, that sounds like a made up school. It totally does. Now David Robinson, we're not talking Admiral David yeah, Robinson. Admiral, really? Yeah, he went there before Navy. I think no. I think he maybe went like after to take some. Well, he's super religious. Yeah, David Robinson's super religious, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but he didn't play there to be clear. Right, Cole Wick, Jesse um, Borrego. Who is George King and Dexter? Dexter, what a what a wacky series Dexter was, man. I know. I know. Uh, did you watch it? Did um, you ever get into it? It's really funny that you bring that up. I actually just started that. Oh really? Tonight. Oh really? No <laughs> shit. Literally started. It will before I came blow here. your fucking mind, dude. I hear. I heard it's crazy. I never got to the end of it. Um, but those first couple of seasons, man, were just like, you're watching this stuff and you're like, I cannot believe this is actually a TV show. Yeah. Like legitimately, it's pretty. It's that's it's so, pretty gruesome too. Just it's to, so just funny you asked me that. It's so funny you asked so me that. So you just that's literally started so crazy. Tonight. Yeah. Um, a couple then, years late. And then, yeah, just a couple. <laughs> and then Ricardo Shavara, uh, Shavara, who's on Desperate Housewives. Yeah. So this is like a interesting alum, mostly well rounded. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then Doctor. Yeah, Coach Doctor Carson Cunningham. Again, do you call him Coach or Doctor? You call him Doctor if doctor you're smart coach. because Doctor is. Uh, is is the more formal I'd go doctor, show and respect. I'd go Dr. Coach. Dr. Coach. Yeah, kill, kill two birds with one stone. There you go. Uh, Keiston Willis, 6'3", sophomore, averaging 13. And Drew Lutz, a freshman, 6'1", averaging 11. Uh, one thing about these guys, they can really shoot the three ball. Uh, they're not the best team right now. They've got three wins. Uh, or, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, how many wins do they have? What incarnate? They got six. They got the six conference. wins, but three of those came from non-division one. Uh, no, schools. they have nine wins overall. Oh, they have nine. Okay. Yeah, so three out of the nine came from non-division. Yeah, so three of the nine came from non-division one. So I mean, they're they're not a great team, but those two guys are young and they can really shoot the ball. I think they just need a, a low post score. I think that's what that team is missing. They need somebody that you can really throw down on the block and draw those defenders down. And, and kick play, it out. Yeah, play some inside out game. Yeah, they're uh, six and thirteen in the conference, nine and twenty one overall. Yeah, they've lost four in a row. Um, Lamar Cardinals. You know, one thing I think is interesting too, and I didn't ask you about this, but does an alum have to be a graduated alum? Um, I don't think it's completely graduated. Right, right. Uh, it's just people who have attended the school. Because I don't think Janice Joplin went to school for four years that could be me yeah but i think she probably had her career rolling yeah or like some of these guys graduated. have transferred you know <coughs> right so. like tim allen yes <laughs> um, kevin, Do- dr tim allen. dr tim allen <laughs> uh kevin miller nba player uh, i'm sorry mlb player clay hensley and mlb player bobby janik tom sewell 
Young Mike James from the Suns and Adrian Caldwell. Remember Adrian Caldwell? Yeah. Wow, what a great name for the coach. Yeah, Tick Price. Tick Price. I like that. Tick Price. That sounds like some old like nineteen fifties coach. You know? <laughs> All right, come on over here, boys, and let's teach you how to hoop the ball. Like, it, it, it does. It does, doesn't it? It totally does. Uh TJ Atwood, six six senior. He's a good player. He's putting up sixteen points per game and uh Six rebounds. It's pretty good for his size. Um, he's really been scoring the ball well the last six games, though. Uh, he's shooting 52% for the season. So that's really impressive, I think. So he's he's been pretty high volume and pretty consistent for him all year. Uh, Davian Buster, a 5'10 uh, sophomore, is averaging 15 also. And then Avery Sullivan, averaging 12 points, 8 boards. That's, that's definitely uh, well around some nice team. movement around with players, not having one guy just have the load of scoring. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually like this team. Um, had a good four-game win streak towards the end. Uh, Atwood and Buster have been solid most of the year. They just need more depth on the bench because between like their top three or four guys are pretty solid, but – you know, their bench definitely needs some work. I think they need some specialists uh to come in. Yeah, they um they're right they're right in that middle. They're ten and nine. Yeah. Um in the conference and sixteen and fourteen overall. Um McNeese State, um, this is a team Nevada used to play in football. Oh wow. And I think basketball too, actually. Um Joe Dumars is probably their most well, yeah, their most famous player um alum he great. lit it up in college too he's a great college yeah player. yeah i remember and 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 what a he was really the calm of yeah. that detroit pistons team oh yeah you totally. know what i mean where all those guys they were wild and had attitudes and whatnot and he was kind of like just that cool calm you know almost like he didn't fit on that team in a way you know what i mean right yeah which i thought was really interesting because boy they needed him for sure doug kershaw cecil collins um I'm not Clay Buchholz. Thank you. Yeah, kind of fucked my fantasy team. Did he really? This last year, yeah. So I don't want to talk about him at all. So we, I, we don't have to talk about him. Keith Smart. Um, Keith Smith. Smith, sorry. It's late. <laughs> it, we're doing this. It's about 1 in the morning, just so you all know that. Um, Keith Smith, NFL, Tier Brown, and Tom Cisak. Um, Let's talk about their coach, and let's talk about Manis State. Keith Schroer is their coach right now, and Shamarcus Kennedy is a 6'8 senior. I love this guy. Uh, he's averaging 18 points and 10 boards, nearly four, uh, three blocks. So he's a big-time rim protector, and he's improved a lot last year, and I mean a lot, especially offensively. Uh, he actually had a triple-double against UMKC. He had 17 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 blocks. You almost want this kid. You almost wish this kid was a junior. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, give him one more year. Oh, I know. And, I mean, just the way he's been improving, uh, I just wish he had one more year to really show what he can do next year. Right, exactly, because then there's the ticket you're punching to the NBA. Yeah, and he had a, he actually had a few 20-rebound games, and then he had 37 points um, earlier this year. Huge too. college numbers. Yeah, so he's really been playing well this year, and it's just too bad that he's a senior. But uh, they also have Drew Kuxhausen. Who's a uh, six foot junior averaging fifteen, and then AJ Lawson putting up fourteen points a game for him, also four, uh, four assists and three rebounds. So he's well rounded as well. Um, they're basically only a good team in January, though. Uh, they're on a seven game win streak in January, and that's really the only month that they really showed up for God, whatever reason. Isn't that weird? It's really bizarre, you know. But they had a great month of January. They're right in the middle. They're nine and ten. 
Um, they're 14 and 16 overall. It's a shame they couldn't make a little noise in the tournament and, and you know, um, get Kennedy a little, you know, a little more recognition, unfortunately. But that's not going to happen in this conference. Right. Unfortunately. Um, the New Orleans Privateers. Um, What's now, a privateer? I don't. Way? It's, I don't know. I mean, it's got to be some ranking in the military, right? Wouldn't you think? I, I guess. Yeah. But it does seem like it'd be a military school, right? Yeah. In New Orleans? I don't know. Um, Ellen, you know, and we don't even need to say her last name because she's so damn famous. Uh, Wayne Cooper, who's a fashion designer and NBA player. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't think we see a lot of that. No. Um, Allison Harvard. Um, Irvin Johnson, not Magic. Yeah, no. The it's other a, Irvin it's Johnson. The big, yeah, the big, big center. I love yep. that guy. He, yep. he was important to like those Sonics teams and Bucks teams. I totally agree. I think he's totally underrated. Way underrated. When people do not think about him, and I remember yeah. him too. Yeah. For sure. And then Frank Ocean. So let's talk about the New Orleans Privateers. Uh, Mark Schlesinger is leading the way, coaching that team right now. Uh, Bryson Robinson, uh, he's he's a good player. I like him. He's a senior. He's averaging 18 points and four rebounds. They, they have another senior, too, and that's Troy Green putting up 14 points. And then Damian Roser, a 6'4 junior, averaging 11 Three and three. Look, we've been saying this 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 in the podcast, and this is another thing I'm going to bring up to our listeners. But I think this is totally true. You rattle off those three players and those numbers right there. Yeah, you're not thinking that they're four and fifteen in the conference and eight and twenty one. They're way more talented than what they're showing. You know what I mean? You would not think that. You would think eleven and six, ten and seven, somewhere in that range. They just not playing together as a team. Uh, honestly, I think it comes down to depth. Uh, this is another school that really doesn't have good depth. More top heavy, and then yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think, and also I, I don't think they have the, the post players to complement the guards. They yeah, don't. They are have pretty that, small. Yeah, they don't have that guy that you can throw it down to in the post and get an automatic two points here and there. And I think every single team needs that. Yeah. Uh, they do, especially have, in college. Yeah different game they do have another nba player naming their son get out of here num, and that's uh larry robinson the second the son of larry robinson yeah. from the nba hey larry robinson the second let me just give you some <laughs> advice if you're listening to this podcast um when you settle down and have a family do not name your kid larry robinson the third it's so just a little psa there buddy yeah you know please don't call him barry robinson something scary robinson just don't call yeah (laughs) you're all about that i'm all about i love that that's awesome here's another school that um uh that nevada definitely played back in the day nickel state um the colonials and uh this is an interesting okay so um we have uh johnny meads nfl mark carrier um was a great wide receiver for the buccaneers ronnie price um, he started here before he transferred to UVU. Gerald King, uh, NBA, and Ladarius Webb. Yeah, and let me let me tell you, Ronnie Price was a bad dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played against him one time. He was a freak athlete, uh, very underrated athlete. I saw him take off from just inside the free throw line and dunk on like about nothing, two six right? eight guys. That's insane, and, and it was powerful as fuck. Let that's, me tell you, especially when he's, you get to see it. You said that's what you saw on court. When, uh, when you, yeah, yeah, geez. on the same court as him. He he was very very underrated. He had that's, a long NBA career. You know, that's the thing that people don't realize. It's like it's one thing. To like have good seats at a, at a game and see something, yeah, it's another thing to watch it on TV, yeah. But to actually be on the court 
that's got to be just so. Oh man, it's just it's it's so it's you can't explain it. You know, you watch it, you're like, oh wow, amazing. But like you're on that court, totally different experience. Totally, totally different. Very humble kid too. Very humble guy. Let's um, talk about these guys because they're definitely uh, they're definitely making some noise in their conference. Yeah, they are. Uh, Austin Clanch is doing a really good job coaching that team. Uh, he's the assistant at Clemson, George Mason, and Nichols before. He got the head coaching job here, okay. and he's pro- he's proven that he's worthy of being a head coach uh, from the way that they're playing. And then Dexter uh, McClanahan, he's averaging 13, Andre Jones 12. And Andre Jones led his high school um, to, to state and played for Team Penny in AAU. Nice. So he played for Penny Hardaway in the offseason. And you're seeing what Penny's doing with Memphis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the kid can play. And then Elvis Harvey Jr. is averaging 11. Um, another team – that goes deep into their bench and tries to wear you out and shoots the three at a pretty decent percentage. So this is a team, if if they get hot, they're a dangerous team. And like I said, they go deep into their bench. Yeah, they're 15-5. and five They in, pressure you. 15-5 and five in the conference, and they're 21-10 and 10 overall. Yeah. So they're, they're definitely putting up some wins for sure. Yeah. Um, the Northwestern State Demons. Okay. Joe Delaney, um, Terrence McGee, Kenny White – uh, Mike Green. This is a very heavy NFL school. Big time, yeah. Uh, Mark Duper, amazing wide receiver for the Dolphins during the uh, Dan Marino era. Sidney Thornton, Mike Bray, uh, who's a Notre Dame coach. Trey Gilder, NBA, and Speedy Long. So, Solid alumni, especially if you're an NFL fan. If you're an NFL <laughs> fan, that's a bi- it's big time alum for sure. Yeah. Uh, coach Mike McConaughey, he's in his 21st season over there. Wow. He's been there a long time. Um, six hundred and forty-seven victories in thirty-six seasons is that's the, insane. That's the most in the state of Louisiana among some of the coaches like uh, Leon Bamore and Grambling's Fred uh, uh, Hobdy, and then Mike Vining. I mean, so he's he's very high up there. And Dale Brown, LSU, he was a great coach back in the day. So I mean, he's he's a very highly ranked coach in the state of Louisiana. Um, they got Chudier Bile, who's a six-seven junior, averaging fourteen and seven, and then Jarius Robinson putting up eleven. Nikos uh, Chukas, a six-ten freshman, averaging eight and seven. His, his brother is also six-ten. He's on that team, Robert uh, Chukas. So they got some good talent coming up. A couple freshmen, and if those juniors are turned back, they could have a even much more solid year next year. But I mean. As far as this year, I don't know exactly if they're going to be making any noise, but I think next year when some of their big guys develop, they can get a little bit more help around Bile and Robinson. I think this could actually be a pretty solid team. Yeah, they're 10-9 and nine in the conference, um, right smack in the middle pretty much, 13-15 and 15 overall. So down year for those guys, but, you know, the uh, the the athletic director and the and the school definitely trusts him as a coach. Yeah, seasons and and he's proven. I mean, he's got the wins, and I think that since he's been around a long time, he can definitely get in a recruiter to maybe even another transfer. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, Southeast Louisiana Lions, their alumni Bill Evans is a jazz musician. Robin Roberts, man, good for you for kicking cancer's ass. And I, I mean, I remember her as long as I can remember. Watching ESPN essentially, you know, and then she went to I think Good Morning America and whatnot. But she was like one of the first um, women on ESPN that was super solid, knowledgeable, like um, 
Yeah, respect the hell out of her. I think she won the Arthur Ashe Award too, the Courage Award. Yeah, just a great, 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 great female announcer, man, paving the way for a lot of the great female announcers and, and um, sportscasters. Um, Robert Alford, NFL, Wade, uh, Wade Miley, MB, uh, NLB, um, Amir Abdul Rahim. Oh, yeah, okay. the brother of Sharif. Right. And then let's talk about these guys. Yeah, coached by David Kiefer, and that's his first year. He's a young coach. He's only 34 years old. I was pretty. You know what's funny? You were starting to see that trend, though. Yeah. In the NFL, there's a lot of guys that are in their 30s that are head coaches. You know, I think, you know, what, what do you think about it? Let's take a second, you know, because we're blasting through this, this conference. Do you think that age makes a big difference in coaching nowadays, or do you think it's smarter to have younger coaches because of their minds and not being uh, – not being set in certain ways, innovative-wise. I think it depends on the kids. I mean, because I coach high school basketball, and I'm considered a young coach. You know, I'm normally one of the youngest ones out there yeah. all the time. Uh, for me, I like it because sometimes I will do certain drills or practices with my players and kind of push them. You know, as far as, like, the running, I might do, like, line drills with them. And they seem to respect that when they see their coach running, you know, UCLA's with them. Yeah. Uh, they seem to have a respect for that. And, again, this is the high school level. I'm, I'm not really sure if that strategy works necessarily at the college level. My, my, I'll tell you, my high school coaches were not in shape to do that for sure. So yeah. they were not – they weren't running any of those drills with us at all. But, I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you think – do you think – do you think 34 – I mean, like the coach the coach of the Rams was super young and he took the team to the Super Bowl. Um, there's there's plenty of guys that are younger. Do you Brad think – Brad Stevens. Do you think 34 – I mean, I think 34 is, is really kind of – I think almost not a bad age at all, it, like it, moving forward because you've been out of school for what? 17 years probably in high school somewhere around in high there. school yeah and about you know 14 I mean? to 15 college depending right but i don't know i think it's different in college i think in college you deal with a lot more egos and i think but that, but in 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 you think you deal with more egos in college than, than pro no i mean in like high yeah, school. yeah yeah oh i see what you're saying yeah in high school it'd be interesting it's almost like where does the respect line drawn in the sand right yeah. like Fizdale for the Knicks it was like he was the big player coach yeah which is great but he didn't do shit in terms of wins yeah and I, I think honestly a lot of it has to do with coaching style because you can't be a pushover and be young like you have yeah. to set the foundation and you know draw the line yeah and be the man of the law and be like no that's how we do it but if you're gonna be a little bit more of a player's coach uh not as tough on him and you're 34 you might lose a little bit of that respect yeah uh so I, I don't know I think coaching style just really matters i mean clearly he can coach if he's 34 and got a coaching job yeah i know? think the other so. thing too we we're leaving out here is is how quickly does he become an assistant right is he assistant at 22 is he assistant at 24 yeah if he's an assistant at 24 he's got 10 years of experience as an assistant coach where was he an assistant coach you know what i mean it's i, I don't know i think you're going to see the trend of younger coaches yeah in the future to me, you either know basketball or you don't. So I, to yeah. me, like I don't think age matters. But again, I'm a young coach. I might be a little bit biased, but I mean, to me, I don't think it matters. I think age is cool, younger wise, because I think you're more inclined to take chances in terms of being innovative. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, you're probably that. not so set on your ways because you're still learning too. And Absolutely. one thing you still learn from your players. Like I mean, I learn from my players. Yeah, you, I mean, I'm a, I'm a music teacher. So I definitely learn from my students too. And the thing I've always noticed is it doesn't matter how good or bad the student is, 
like I can always pick up something from somebody. Right. It's really interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about um, the Lions. They're kind of towards the end of the. It, this is first year too, so we're going to cut them some slack. They're five and fourteen in the conference and eight and twenty-two overall. Um, you know, and it's it's one of those teams where, like, I would love to see them give him three years. Yeah. Four years. I mean, you have to. To you, see you where can't he's cut at. him after one year. <laughs> Uh, oh no, that'd be stupid unless he's just not unless he's a bad coach, you know. Yeah, I mean they got Ty Brewer and he's a really good player. I remember hearing about him when he's in high school. He was the fourth ranked high school player in the state of Mississippi, according to Max Preps. Wow. Um averaging fifteen and eight, and then they have uh Pape Jop, who's a six nine junior. He averages ten and five. He's a really raw talent. Um he just hasn't put it all together. He has a lot of value. He just can't seem to stay out of foul trouble. It's Which like is every huge. single game, four fouls, and you know he's got to come is out. Is he getting them fast too? He, he's getting them fast, yeah. yeah, and he's getting them dumb. It's not like he's trying to block shots. He doesn't. He's not really a shot blocker or rim protector. He's just kind of <coughs> uses more hands and feet on defense. Doesn't really beat guys to the spot. Okay. Kind of bodies people up. So just silly fouls, bonehead mistakes. For sure. Uh, but he is good. I, I like him. I, I just think if he builds that basketball IQ a little bit higher, he's going to be a lot better. Um, Max Brockman, I like him a lot. A 7'2", 275-pound freshman. Wow, big boy. Yeah. Now, it, is he a big guy or is or is that a 275 that is you don't have to lose a lot of weight for? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, I think – he could lose some weight. I think that would help him just, you know, be faster. I think sure. that's the biggest thing is just his speed. Like two, but, 255. Yeah, but, I mean, personally, I think he's got a lot of potential. I think he has a nice touch. I just think that if he shed maybe like 15 to 20, that would do him wonders as sure. far as running the floor and maybe sure. just keep him on the floor longer. Yeah. Um, he hasn't appeared in any games from what I've seen, so I think uh, he might be redshirting if I'm not mistaken. So I think next year is going to be – the year that we see more of him sure. and I'm excited to see him next year because I think he's got a lot of potential. Well, I mean, seven, two, dude, that, I mean, and that weight, which yeah. is nice. It's not seven, two, like two twenty, Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like a stick, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's going to be valuable to them. I, I think anyway, uh, they beat three non-division one teams and not by much. Uh, they beat one by seven, the other by five and one by 13, uh, those should be easy wins. You book those games for confidence builders and to, you know, get a 20-point win, 30-point win, even like a 60-point win, and that's not what they're doing, so that's a little bit concerning. Yeah. So, to me, that is where I kind of look and say, is this coach ready for this or not? Because You're going to find out in the next two years for sure. Because you got to give the coach a good year or two to get recruits in. you got to hope these kids – can mature and and work with the system and the program. Yeah, gotta hope no one transfers. Um, you gotta hope the, the the teams and the schools behind them. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I would say next year, or the year after would be that judging point to yeah. kind of see where he's at. Yeah, I mean, when you got a guy like Ty Brewer, I think he is a very. You don't good want player. him going anywhere. No, you you don't. You want him to stay there, and they just again, if Max Brockman comes out to be a good player and they can add somebody else and this guy can coach i think they could be a good team next year the next uh team on our list is the sam houston state bearcats um with a k not a c just just so you know <laughs> this um this alum is really interesting 
So you got Dan Rather, who was he's a throwback journalist, really, when people actually reported the news. You got uh, Crack is Whack, Whitney Houston. You got Charlie Wilson. Um, you got Richard Linklater, who is a producer of one of my favorite cult movies of all time that I don't think anyone saw in the theater, but like everyone rented this damn thing, which is Dazed and Confused. Have you seen it? I haven't. I oh, have oh not. Oh my God, are you kidding? You have to see it. It It, it is... Matthew McConaughey has some of the most classic lines of all time in that movie. Let me hit you with one. <laughs> you know what I like about high school girls? Did you say what? Uh, what? <laughs> I keep getting older and they stay the same age. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they do. It's a great, dude, it's a great movie. He's so good wow. in it. There's a young Ben Affleck in there. It's it's. It came out in like the early, mid-90s. But it's just about a summer of these kids just basically enjoying the summer, getting high, trying to figure out their lives. Um, you got the kid that's the football star. You got the stoner kids. You got yeah. the – Affleck is a douche and a half in it too. It's – it's it's you have to see it. Like before you binge on fucking Dexter. <laughs> wow, I'm, no, I'm serious. There's so many great – there's so many great – it's like the – it's it's awesome. It's like – the one kid gets drunk at the party and thinks he's going to knock out Ben Affleck and like fails miserably and like it's just it's like I said I don't think anyone saw it in the theaters but it's a super cult classic movie you have to see it I'll have to check it out have to see it so um, and then there's um, Billy Gillespie um, Dustin Long Josh McCown good lord Josh McCown played for like 6,000 NFL teams um, just played for the Eagles last year um uh, tough loss in the playoffs for him. He's he's a great he's a guy that's going to be a great coach. Yeah, if he wants to be. The problem is not only does he have like if I remember this correctly, he's played with like six thousand NFL teams. I think he's got like six thousand kids too. So maybe he's one of those guys who just wants to like raise his kids. And much love for that. So um, Frank Gates, Murray Mitchell are the only NBA guys. Um, it's it was super it's diverse alum for sure. So let's talk about these guys. Because uh, we definitely need to, because they're in the conference and they're and they're actually playing pretty well. They're eight, eleven and eight in the conference, and eighteen and twelve overall. Yeah, Jason Hooten's doing a good job with them, and Zach Nuttall is a six three sophomore, and he's a good player. I like his game a lot. He's averaging fifteen points and four rebounds. Kai Mitchell, six seven senior, averaging fourteen points, six rebounds, and a block. He's really versatile. I really like his game too. Uh, Chad Bowie, a six-two senior, he's the son of Anthony Bowie. If you much love him, yeah, I do. Much love to Anthony for not naming your kid Anthony. <laughs> yeah, right. I know he did it the right way. He did it right. Uh, another guy, Cyrus Johnson. He's a six-five redshirt freshman. He's the son of Marquise Johnson. And yet again, did it right. And he got snubbed from the Bleacher Report Top 100 list that we did earlier this this year. So there was a ton of snubs on that. So many. But Marquis Johnson, that guy was a bad dude on those some of those teams. That guy was really a good player. Um, this team's not finishing strong. They're three, they've won three of their last ten. So, I mean, they're not playing bad this year. But, I mean, you – you, you got to finish the year stronger. I, I don't. I'm, I don't trust this team going into the postseason. Tournament. Well, the hard part about it too is we talked about this earlier. Um, mostly everybody you're playing is in your division towards the end. Yeah. So if you get hot towards the end of the season, it's confidence builder. Huge because you know you're going to face these teams again in a week. Yeah. Or two weeks. So to to go three out of your last ten, 
I don't know if they're checking out. I don't know if they're just playing the better teams in the conference. Yeah. Um, but they seem, you know. Hmm. To me, with Nuttell and Mitchell, there's no reason that they should be th- uh, winning three of their last ten. Yeah, especially when they especially when they finish the conference at eleven and eight. That's right. that's not that's not good. Something's up there. Um, Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. This is another interesting alum with a lot of diverse people. Um, Don Henley, um, the Eagles' fame, yeah, excellent songwriter. Jeremiah Trotter was a hell of a linebacker for the Eagles. Mark Mosley was a great kicker. NFL kicker Floyd Dixon, Terrence Shaw, a lot of a lot of NFL guys. It's an NFL conference really tonight. is. Mike Quinn, James Silas, NBA, Georgie Johnson, NBA, and Hunter Dozier for MLB. So let's talk about these guys because they are absolutely destroying this conference. Yeah, again, this is another school. I would like to see them with the flannel jerseys being the Lumberjacks. Hell, I want to see that. Hell, yes, having Pearl Jam played halftime. I just want somebody to finally do the flannel jerseys. Why so if you're great. the Lumberjacks, why the hell not, right? Yeah, just do it. Hey, real quick question. They're 27-3 and overall. They have to be punching a ticket even if they don't win, right? Yeah, this is a team. They have to, right? I'm really high on this team. So and, I have a question for you. If they yeah. don't. If they don't win their conference for some reason, which it happens, um, what seed would they get, do you think? I mean, if they win, I think if they don't win. I I think this is I think it's gonna be tough to make the tournament. It's twenty seven and three though, huh? I think this is the only team that does. I'm just saying you you gotta win your tournament in conferences like this. But I think okay. they still might make I think they'd be maybe say, like a fourteen. Fourteen, right. Okay. But that'd be a dangerous ass fourteen. Yeah. Um if they win, I think they're more like a ten to twelve. Okay. Um but I'm really high on this team. You're loving them if they're I, 12. Oh, I, oh, I, I love mean, that's this Eps, team. I mean, that's Eps, upset city. I love this team no matter where they are because Coach Kyle Keller has done a great job year after year. Uh, Kevon Harris is a great player, 6'6 senior. He's averaging 18 points and six boards. He's ultra efficient. Uh, there's only two games that he didn't score in double figures for them. And in those games, he had like eight points, nine points. I mean, he's a very efficient scorer. Uh, and it's because of their system. And Gavin Kensmill is also really solid, averaging eleven and six. He's a six seven junior. Cameron Johnson six four, averaging eleven. Uh, they're a lot. It's a much longer team than what we're used to seeing Stephen F. Austin have. I've seen them have really small teams, and they're putting up a lot of points this year. I I wish I would have picked up their point average for the season but i mean they they're usually in like the 80s they really put points up on the board uh there's no flash of this team at all but they just get the job done they're very disciplined it's really a beauty to watch for you know those that really dissect the game and they beat duke in overtime that was a really eye-opening win to really show how good they actually are so they prove that they can beat the elite teams i mean beating duke is huge that, that's a big win for well, them. right i think right. that's why they get in if they don't win a conference not it makes complete sense i mean <laughs> but there's you know, no way they lose this conference i i think they easily run away with this they've I, won I they've won 15 in a row too. yeah they're they're solid. They're they can win on the road. Yeah, they they, they can win at home. They can win whatever because they stick to what they do and they don't adjust to other teams. They make other teams adjust to them, which is really smart. Yeah, um, they're eighteen and one overall, twenty seven and three in the conference. Yeah, um, the last team in this conference is the Texas A and M CC Islanders. Um, for alum, we have 
Ha ha. <laughs> There's no one going here. I I I'm I'm you know how I you know how I roll. Yeah, I know I how check, you roll. You always you always double check and and you, and you, and you never. Put hey, you home. know what though? It's always good to double check, right? <laughs> make sure it's A and M C C and not Texas A and M. No, no, I know there's a ton of great freaking players from there. So yeah, it's hysterical because once you pop that up, the first thing it is is Texas A and M, right? Yeah, no, it's tricky. They'll they'll try to say there's a bunch of hot shit people that go there, but there's not. All right. It's Corpus Christi. While you're getting lost in Google, I'll talk about the team. Please but, uh, do. Coached by uh, Willis Wilson, and the assistant coach is somebody that I went to high school with. Nice. And that's Trent Johnson's son, and that's Terry Johnson. Uh, Trent Johnson coached UNR during that Sweet 16 run. Yeah. The one, Snyder what a hell of a run that was, too. Oh, it was. We were talking about that the other day where I was saying how uh, – how, um, I was going to a gig and I was driving up to Tahoe and Tahoe, if you know about this, you lose your radio signal pretty, pretty easily because when you're up in the mountains, you have no cell phone, you have nothing. Right. And, uh, I remember like racing to the gig to, um, to, to hopefully watch the end of the game. I mean, that was exciting. That was probably one of the most exciting basketball times for Nevada in in quite some time. Yeah. Um, I did find somebody. Oh, wow. Who is it? Kim David Hinkle. Porn he's, star? No. <laughs> he's an American screenwriter, director, and producer, and actor. He's best known as the co-writer of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh wow! Yeah, it's but but I mean, well, no wonder nobody wanted to go. You there. wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't recognize that guy if you saw him off the street. And that's what we're talking about <laughs> with alums. Yeah, yeah, there's really nobody. Yeah, yeah. you're right. But um, I'm I'm pulling for this team. I'm pulling for this team, and I I think it's just because I want to see Terry do well over there. Uh, coaching runs in his family. I know he's passionate about it, and I know that he really puts a lot of work into this. So I want to see them do well. Uh, Miles Smith is a good player over there. He's averaging 13 points, four boards, and three assists, and a steal. Did I see this right? They beat Stephen F. Austin? Uh, yeah, they did. So they're the only team that beat them in the conference? They're the only team that did it. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that's all Terry. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. But, uh, no, I mean, like I said, they – they have good kids. They have a good coaching staff. I think they're just a couple players away from being a good team. And uh, Jordan Hairston, a six foot freshman, he's averaging twelve points and a steal. They got a four game win streak, so I mean they're capable of being a good team and beating Stephen F. Austin. Uh, they just got they're just a little inconsistent. So if they can just be a little bit more consistent. Uh, especially for next year, I think you're going to hear a lot more about this team. Yeah, they're nine and ten. They're kind of in that logjam middle part of the conference. Um, they're unfortunately six, 13 and seventeen overall, though. Yeah, but uh, if Jay Sean Talton Thomas, if he can lead this team and be the senior leader for him, um, I mean he averages ten a game. If he can kind of be a senior leader, and you know these guys can play for each other with each other and stick to the game plan. I mean, they proved they could beat Stephen F. Austin. So, I mean, there's always a chance. There really is. And that's the, I think that's the coolest thing about, about this time in college basketball. It's yeah. like anybody can punch a ticket, man. You just got to get it done, win a couple of games in a row. Yeah. I'm pulling for you, Terry. Get that, get that win. I'm man, pulling for you. Wouldn't that be crazy? We had a great time tonight. I mean, besides Zach locking his keys in his car, I feel bad for you, brother. <laughs> that's, that I've done that way too many times myself. It's 2020. We got Uber. I'll be all right. Yeah, see Uber, man. Uber, Uber, Uber. And we we live pretty close to each other, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, we had a blast tonight, and the thing that we're super encouraged by is that people are retweeting from yeah. these schools, which yeah. is amazing because it's getting our little podcast on the map. 
can't thank you enough. Um, yeah, we had Agunier from uh, the Oral Roberts team from 2005 and six that retweeted us. So shout out to you. Thank you for that. That was awesome. Dude, it's amazing. It's amazing what's happening. Um, we're getting a lot more people. Like I said, this is a big thing for us to get this done. And once this gets done, that's why there's no weekend reviews and stuff like that. We just want to like hustle, get this all done for you guys so it's ready to go before all these conference tournaments start and we've been pretty solid on doing that um and we're almost we're almost finished man we're we're we can see the we can see the forest from the trees right now which is awesome so um we are going to have some guests coming up soon i think april is going to be a big month for us um but right now we're trying to get this stuff done so uh we'll have a mailbag in april for sure and i think that's going to be fun we're going to have uh we're going to have Craig on again and Wiley and Leo and do some roundtable discussions on some stuff but march really is for you guys the college basketball enthusiasts so find us on any any social media platform for the most part except for TikTok you're not on TikTok, are you? No. Okay. No, man. Find us. I don't know. Find, <laughs> it sounds like you know Wiley would be a guy that would be on TikTok. Oh, wouldn't totally, he? totally. Right? Wiley, totally. My guy. Yeah, my, my guy. guy. <laughs> I love Wiley. Dude, Wiley's the best. He is man. my guy. <laughs> my guy. So, uh, so find us, please find us and uh, subscribe. Right, man, write a review if you want on iTunes. That helps us get up up further up the the totem pole, which which we're looking to do. So hey, anything the the more exposure we get, the more we're gonna have guests on. The, so I mean, we're we're almost there. We're right there. Just one more boost, and we're gonna be able to do so much more. Yeah, it's amazing all the downloads that have happened. Oh my this, god, this yeah. week is it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's, it's overwhelming. It's blowing our minds, man. So thanks for all that love for there. Like I said, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on. Uh, Facebook, um, you can find us pretty much anywhere. So, uh, YouTube also, man, Zach does a great job of putting all these videos together for um, for these podcasts. So, if you don't want to just listen and you're a visual person, you can watch too. So, um, for Zach, I'm Eric. We enjoyed our Saturday night spending some time with you guys going over these conferences. More to come. Subscribe, like we talked about, and uh, have yourself a great weekend. Mm-hmm.